Welcome to South Carolina Launch's CEO podcast, where we hear from CEOs on their entrepreneur experience. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the South Carolina Launch CEO podcast. I'm Austin Sagas, an investment associate with SCRA. And our guest today is Salesh Radhat, CEO of Borealis Global Advisory. Uh, welcome, Salesh, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, thank you, Austin, and it's a pleasure uh, talking to you. Yeah. So I kind of want to start this conversation by just getting to know uh, you a little bit more for, for both myself and, and the audience. So please just uh, tell us tell us the Borealis story. Tell us about your journey up until now. Um, would love to hear more about your mission, your vision, and, and what you're trying to do as a company. Uh, thank you, Austin. Um, so let me take this uh, this question and frame this. I just do want to start off and preface it with who we are. Uh, Borea for money managers uh, who want to invest globally, uh, Boreal is, is a SaaS platform that saves significant time and money by leveraging advanced algorithms and visualization tools uh, to provide world-leading, real-time, actionable country selection insights in the domain of global equity portfolio management. Uh, just want to underline this actionable country selection. Uh, we are not focusing on security selection and individual stocks at this point in time, but that's down the value, uh, up the value chain as we progress along. Uh, but if I were to subtly frame this whole, uh, the answer to this whole question is, we want to commoditize research, especially in the country selection uh, aspect of global equity portfolio management. The key word here is commoditized research. And the whole inspiration for this journey, uh, which, uh, which starts basically in 2010, um, I basically happened to be a, a global equity strategist for a, uh, a boutique investment advisory firm. And uh, in the fall of, uh, uh, I would say spring of 2010, I was asked to roll out an equity product, a global equity product for a big reputed uh, insurance company in South Carolina. And they gave me about three to four months and to roll out the product. And uh, based on my uh, thesis from under uh, grad school, I basically adopted a country selection method where I wanted to uh, imbibe uh, the recently rolled out, rolled out products called single country ETFs, which are nothing but exchange traded funds, which are nothing but baskets of securities tracking a respective country. We, we decided that that would be the easiest and easiest to roll out in the given time frame. So we happen to be the early pioneers of using single country ETFs in creating global equity uh, portfolios. And we rolled out the product, I would say, in late early 2011, and with an investment, initial investment of about $40 million. And by that time, we were uh, investment news carrier story uh, and at the Inside ETF conference in 2011. Uh, to be one of the early pioneers in this domain of country selection and using uh, single country uh, ETFs. And I think uh, there's one other uh, company which I know of uh, in the West Coast called AccuWest Advices. They already had started doing this, but uh, that's the uh, inspiration to basically uh, start this firm. And by the time of summer of 2011 rolled in, I think I realized that I want to focus more on country selection. And I branched off and started off um, this firm 
Uh, and in initial phase, what I focused was uh, there's not serious literature uh, in academia on country selection. Uh, so based on my thesis and other aspects of what I developed for the first product, I expanded that idea and rolled out, had a, a patent that was rolled out. And I got, received the first patent um, in the country selection domain, um, a, a methods kind of a patent in 2018. And so the journey has been a very long one, uh, considering the fact that I was bootstrapping this whole firm, uh, and I ended up enough capital to pay for a uh, pay for a, a patent attorney, and I basically created my own um, uh, IP document in terms of patent document and filed it and defended it myself. And it was a it was excruciatingly painful of writing a hundred page document uh, using legal uh, phrases that I had basically uh, read from other. Uh, similar patent documents. And of course, uh, taking a consulting session with a patent attorney here in Columbia, South Carolina. And there began the journey. And since we, we wanted to be a data-driven, original, uh, rigorous kind of a, uh, a, a firm that focused on country selection, and we had a lot of bottlenecks and roadblocks as we progressed along. Uh, but I before I want to go with my challenges of what I face as an entrepreneur, in this domain, especially the fintech domain, but I have, I have not seen any firm in the fintech domain. I've seen a lot of firms in the insurance I've come in. Uh, mentor, mentoring was limited. So before I could get into those challenges, I want to focus on a few things from my experience. And what I've seen is, uh, in terms of a problem statement, what am I trying to solve? The biggest challenge as a portfolio manager I've realized is that in terms of research, there are a few things which I want to uh, the biggest challenge is lack of access to global investment and insights. For any portfolio manager, any, any uh, uh, do-it-yourself investor, getting, uh, getting in global investment insights and creating portfolios is very challenging. And reason being, there's multiple four. One is cost and accessibility. Cost is exorbitant. Um, it's just you have to pay arm and leg to get an access to any global investment insights. And, say, and, and, uh, and the most rigorous and alpha, uh, high alpha uh, insights, they're basically the forte or they're basically housed in the big investment firms like the Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley's. And it is not parlayed on to the small mom and pop investment advisors spread throughout the uh, US. And so that's one of the biggest challenge. And not many at that point as rolling out this product are focused on international investment investments at all, especially the mom and pops, you see most of them are focused on the US. The second thing which I've realized is ease of interpretation. As a portfolio manager trying to scan the globe, the literature that you have, that you get, insights you have to get are very textual in nature, that, that ease, ease of interpretation is, is just very far off the scale, very difficult to digest. You have to read tomes of literature to get and arrive at an investment theme. And that was basically uh, time consuming for any portfolio manager to do to yourself kind of an investor. And the third, most of the research is available freely or have to, uh, you pay uh, not much of uh, your, it's not very costly. The rigor and in independence was there, even if it's from the independent, uh, in independent sell side analysts. But the thing is that they tout certain products. So truly, quote unquote, they were not independent. They might have been rigorous, but they tout their respective products. So to solve all this problem, I basically said, all right, the way we do this is let's, let's commoditize research. 
has a, have a constructor repository that would house all the play, that would, I would say a pl playbook that housed the playbook of all global investment and sites in terms of country selection. So the whole idea of Boreal's Global Advisory is nothing but a repository of global investment insights in country selection. And yeah, I could, you could call it, I call it democratized re, uh, country selection research, or you could say commoditized, because I am in the profit-making, I'm in the profit-making mode as well as Boreal's as a CEO of Boreal's Global Advisory. So I would rather use the term commoditized uh, country selection research. And as I started off this journey, um, I started off from a garage kind of a deal, and I basically wrote out the first prototype of my dashboard. I started trying to conceive this idea of housing dashboards. Each investment idea would be housed in a dashboard, a visually piece pleasing dashboard, which would basically uh, narrate many of the investment themes. And I built the first prototype on my own uh, using a consultant out of India. And it took me a year to basically get to that prototype. And so uh, I, I, was, I was not getting paid. I was, I was using my own capital and trying to roll out this product. And once I got to this product, I think my, pay, my, my idea got uh, published in the Journal of Portfolio Management. And I started well, uh, called the SK, uh, the Smarter Cyclically Adjusted Price to Earnings Ratio Model. It is picked up by Journal of Portfolio Management, which is the highest journal any non-PhDs can get, uh, get published in. And that basically gave me a lot of boost uh, to my journey. But the challenge was getting R professionals and Python professionals data subscriber was very challenging. And, um, uh, and also, I didn't have enough capital to pay them. So basically, the first intern I got uh, way back in 2020 turned the tide for me. Uh, taking the prototype and try to develop a backend system that will generate close to about uh, uh, 14,000 investment themes in country selection. And the first intern I got was very, a, a, sort of a professional, a student out of Lehigh, Lehigh and was graduating. And he basically came on as an intern. I partnered with him and in terms of equity. I was not paying him any cash. I know, uh, no. Uh, cash payments at all, but it joined us at, uh, for sweat equity kind of a deal. And from there start my journey, uh, I, was, I was able to shoulder off many of my burdens onto him and my team slowly started building. So in the way I have approached this entrepreneurial journey is that I've adapted, I have basically absorbed a lot of interns or universities on sweat equity and we are basically having a combined journey. Uh, it's not only my journey, it's also their journey as well. And we have grown to a team of about eight to nine people uh, on working on set wikidy. And right now, um, uh, once I we built the entire um, framework in terms of producing the investment ideas for country selection, about about totaling about fourteen thousand ideas, which we are trying to collect and publish on our uh, repository on our SaaS platform uh, through dashboards. Um, we are now partnering with a firm in India basically to develop the uh, dashboards, which are uh, based on D3 Angular, a kind of a framework, uh, so that this, these charts, as we evolve, uh, they're going to be visually pleasing. Every investment idea has got a set of charts that would enunciate what this idea is all about uh, for a nominal fee. And as we progress along, we also want to annotate these charts 
to express the narrative that exactly is unfolding in the market that correlates to what we are publishing in our dashboard. It has been a long journey uh, of nine years where I have not, uh, uh, we have not, we are at the point of basically producing the MVP at this point, the most, uh, and which we are trying to roll out. Um, the product is going to be rolled out in the spring of next year. Um, with about 800 ideas, investment ideas. And as we mature by the uh, fall of 2023, we would have about 16,000 investment ideas uh, uh, packaged or relayed through these dashboards. It has been an excruciatingly painful child, uh, journey, one in terms of finding the right kind of talent with, with little or no payment. Uh, but students, uh, University of South Carolina has been my biggest uh, supporter. I've had other universities that have supported me and so uh, the, uh, the, this, uh, the Dalamo School of Business has been the proud supporter in terms of providing me the right kind of resources mentoring. So, uh, but it has been a solo journey about till about 2018 to 19. And then I brought on uh, Doug Brown, uh, an entrepreneurship professor who's basically been my mentor and has lessened my burden as well. And then I have uh, Jack Heller who joined me on this journey in spring of 2021. I've got a few professors sitting in Montepelier University basically who's providing the rigor and independence in kind of enunciating the country selection strategies that we want to propagate through my portal. Uh, and I uh, had a few visualization experts that sit on my team as well, sitting in India mostly. And so this is where we are. Uh, we're just winding down with the backend system of a mature backend system, which is built on R and Python. And we are moving on to the dashboard development for the next six months to have a rollout in spring of 2023. Uh, as we evolve in this journey, uh, what I've realized is that uh, I, I have basically had a, um, that a prototype uh, a beta tested with uh, users when I presented at the Global Indexing Conference in Dana Point in 2019. And they I took on their suggestions. And one of the suggestions that came out is, why don't we have an equity rating system uh, for countries? Uh, we, have said, we have heard of the Fitch ratings or the Moody's ratings and the S&P ratings, the debt ratings for countries. And why don't we have an equity ratings for a country? And so we basically absorb that idea and we're going to scroll out that idea as well in terms of value chain as we roll it out uh, in spring of 2023. So this is where we are at this point. And that has been my journey, but it has not been easy in terms of talent and with no capital. And we're very fortunate uh, that in the early part of uh, uh, this year, uh, June of 2022, uh, I've been able to get uh, the first grant funding from SCRA as well. And thank you, Austin, uh, for leading that effort as well. Yeah, happy to help, Silesh. Um, I kind of want to ask a, a follow-up question on, on, on your lovely story. Uh, I think it's a wonderful representation of, of what the entrepreneurial experience is, where there's a lot of research, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of sweat equity, to, to, to use your words. Um, and, and it's not the easiest road. And I think that's an indication as to why most people aren't entrepreneurs, but you know, you, you stuck it out. You're continuing to work. You're continuing to push forward because you believe in the idea. And ultimately these ideas that make it through, I mean, they're gonna change the world. You know, if, if Borealis continues to grow uh, and, and make the impact the way that you're saying and, and include all of these different changes, in how investors and portfolio managers make decisions, y'all are going to change the world. And so it's all going to be worth it. On that note, you know, your target market, your audience, 
Um, you know, when I think of finance, portfolio management, uh, I think I think myself and, and maybe the, the average South Carolinian is thinking New York, it's Boston, um, some maybe even Charlotte, you know, tell, tell us why, why is South Carolina your home and, and not some of those um, more um, stereotypical cities that that might have more of a financial focus? What, what made South Carolina special in your mind? Um, one of the, uh, the sweetest stories uh, about South Carolina, I think from my perspective, is that um, um, life is all about uh, overcoming challenges, but it's also finding the right balance between family and work. And I think um, there's no other state uh, that can offer me in terms of work-life balance uh, than South Carolina. Um, I believe in that uh, structure. I mean, uh, I love to spend hours and hours of working on, but family is equally important. That's one of the reasons I didn't want to approve myself and move to any other state to, in terms of getting better funding and support. Because I think it'd be a cool story that if I can get a, a fintech com company coming out of South Carolina, and especially uh, in the domain of country selection, uh, I think it, 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 it's, it's, the state has offered me so much. The state of South Carolina has offered me so much. And I, this is a way of giving back to this uh, state as well. Um, but the primary bad thing is about the lack of, I mean, I would say not much of those uh, traffic issues and all that that we see in the bigger cities. I can spend more, more of my time productively on working on, on focusing on ideas and developing ideas and get that right kind of work-life balance, um, which I'm very fortunate that, um, that South Carolina offers that uh, opportunity for me. Yeah, and we're happy to have you. And I mean, to continue to to grow the entrepreneurial diversity in our state. And and I agree with you to to show the world that, I mean, with technology uh, and and with the the uniqueness of of our nation, that great ideas can come from anywhere, but they can also thrive anywhere. And I think you your your success with Borealis is going to be emblematical of that. Of, of uh, you, don't, you don't need to be in New York to change the financial world. Yeah, and I want to take up on that uh, point of yours. Uh, technology has made our life easier. Uh, my team is spread across multiple continents. Uh, my dashboard development team sits in India. My uh, uh, the the core the, most of um, my backend development lead intern, who's a student right now uh, at a uh, Belgian university, sits out of uh, Belgium there, um, and. Uh, my other program, my other uh, key personnel, they spread across uh, the East Coast. Uh, my systems and processes head uh, sits in uh, uh, Colombia, about 40 miles from where I am. So we basically, we interconnected through a cloud. So we don't have a very, um, an office of ourselves on, on our own, but we basically are connected through this cloud. So uh, technology has basically made our life, our venture easier to overcome uh, had, it been, had it been about a few years, 10 or 15 years, it would have been a challenge to do it with my bootstrapping uh, kind of uh, uh, environment that I'm actually supporting at this point. Uh, so uh, technology definitely is a great enabler for us. Oh, wonderful. Um, now, I, I, we, we've heard a, a great deal of detail from, from your company, your history, uh, some of the challenges that, that you've had to overcome and the challenges that you're continuing to work with today, uh, I kind of want to shift gears to be a little more forward focused as to your relationship with SCRA and what that has meant for you. Um, so, you know, you joined back in, I believe it was June, maybe July of, of, of this year, 
So talk to us about, about the impact and, and the value that working with SCRA has had and, and maybe um, what, you're, what you're looking forward to in the future. Uh, thank you, uh, Austin. This is a great question. And I would I have to tell you this. Um, the moment uh, we got engaged with uh, Lee, uh, uh, Lee and you personally uh, at the SCRA, the greatest gift has been uh, vetting my ideas. A brain, I mean, I, you, you, I, I've been using you folks as a sounding board on many of the ideas. The way we came up with the pitch template, uh, what my business model is, we ironed it out to perfection to the, uh, the, finesse, the, the finesse that exists in our business model is thank, thankfully is because of some of the efforts, um, Lee and you. And I have to give a big shout out to Matt Bell at AC Lunch. He has been a great uh, vocal supporter of me and some of the conversations I have had with him has, uh, has raised some important thought process in my head to the point that my idea the, the business model and all the entire aspect that goes into my venture have been in fine-tuned because of some of the challenging questions that have been posed by the folks at SCRA. That is my biggest gift has been getting my ideas and, and how do I uh, make it better? And that, that I think you guys have been on me and I, I, I hope I have delivered the way you have expected. The second thing is I think the mentoring aspects and the kind of resources um, you've been trying to point me to has also been uh, has been very useful. And I think uh, uh, the way, and I want to give you an example, and I know Austin be a part of that conversation. Um, I know we, uh, uh, as part of, we basically house all our dashboards and trying to develop this entire system on AWS, I'm Amazon Web Services. And you guys have been working with me, try to get this $100,000 of free credits for my system, for running my system. That's the greatest thing. Uh, that's the greatest gift we can get, especially trying to work with you guys to make that happen. Uh, right now, we've got about $1,000 of credit. But very soon, we'll be basically exhausting them as we run these full-blown cycles. And I think that's one of the, uh, it's a, I found solace that you guys are trying to take that idea which I proposed and try to work towards uh, uh, manifesting that uh, in a in few in few months down the line of trying to get that thousand, $100,000 of credit that can go, but that can support us for the next three or four years uh, in our endeavors. Uh, so um, I have great, great things to talk about the entire um, uh, team. Uh, Austin, it's been a pleasure working with you and especially Matt Bell as well. It's just been a great journey so far ever since we've become a member at the CRA. Yeah, and, and it's incredible once again to be able to work with you and the various other founders throughout our state because y'all are solving such incredible problems and, and just proving to the world that, you know, change can happen from anywhere and especially uh, in, in South Carolina. Um, I'm, I'm about to close this out. So are there any other parting words or final thoughts you might want to give our audience today? Uh, um, uh, just I want the folks who are listening to me to remember that Borealis is about uh, uh, is, uh, you know, commoditizing uh, research in terms of country selection, which most global equity portfolio managers will find it uh, exhilarating uh, that they don't have to spend a ton of time trying to call new investment ideas from tons of literature. They don't want to pay, they don't have to pay arm length to get to the best investment ideas, rigorous independent uh, ideas and which are basically data-driven uh, partially through artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we are the one-stop outlet uh, to uh, give you that kind of uh, uh, investment ideas in country selection. 
wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Selesh. Uh, and thank you for being our guest today. It was great hearing the Borealis story, and we look forward to seeing your success in the future. <laughs>